2: The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off
1: the end of the back straightaway, Larson's going to send it, Larson's in the wall, Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper, Lugano leads down the back straightaway, Keselowski's in line, now he turns him, both Team Penske cars crash, Keselowski is up in a ball of flame.
2: NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here's your host, Mike Bagley.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you as we get ready for the final race of the West Coast Swing coming up this weekend at Phoenix Raceway. It has been a very eventful week in the world of NASCAR. It started actually last weekend heading into Las Vegas when we got the news that Chase Elliott was injured in a snowboarding accident. Josh Berry called into duty to drive the number nine car for Hendrick Motorsports. We have since learned that Josh Berry will be in that car for about six weeks or so with the exception of the road course race at Coda in Austin. And Jordan Taylor, sports car racer, will climb aboard the number nine car for Hendrick Motorsports. We've also gotten word that joining Jordan in that race will be the Project 91 effort for Trackhouse Racing. Kimi Raikkonen will pilot the number 91 car for Trackhouse in what will be a three-car event for Trackhouse Racing at COTA coming up. And that, of course, on the heels of William Byron getting win number one of the 2023 season in the very eventful ending. It looked like Kyle Larson was going to have it locked up. Well, Willie B and Rudy Fugel jumped in there, seized the opportunity, giving Chevrolet its third consecutive win in the NASCAR Cup Series. All of that happening coming out of Las Vegas and heading into Phoenix, where there's some headlines of their own being made, because remember... There's a new aero package that's going to be on the cup cars this weekend for the first time ever. Expanded practice for the cup cars coming up this weekend at Phoenix. And we'll see if the lower downforce package on these next-gen cup cars will make a difference. That, of course, coming your way on Sunday It's a triple event weekend. We've got ARCA coverage. We've got NASCAR Xfinity Series coverage. It's going to be a jam-packed weekend coming to you from Phoenix Raceway. And, of course, Motor Racing Network will be there to cover it all for you. Let's focus in on the NASCAR Xfinity Series piece for a moment. We go into this season, and there are a lot of drivers that have the opportunity to win races. Well, Austin Hill has won two of the three races so far held in 2023. We've been looking for Brandon Jones to come to life. We've been waiting for Junior Motorsports to come to life, but it seems like Richard Childress Racing stealing all of those headlines coming in to what will be the fourth race of the Xfinity Series season. So let's talk some Xfinity Series racing with a driver from Junior Motorsports. We go to the NASCAR Live Wide Open Zoom hotline and bring in Brandon Jones, who wheels the number nine car for Junior Motorsports. Welcome into NASCAR Live Wide Open. Brandon, glad
3: to have you. Doing good, man. Doing good. It's been uh, a fun season so far to kick off. A lot of new, a lot of, a um, lot of things that were similar as well. So yeah, there's there's a bunch to talk about, man, for sure. Well,
1: let's get going. Uh, what's good in your world? Give us something good to talk about. Something good to think about today.
3: Give you something good to think about. Hmm. Well, we're. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, like it's. I wish I had something for you. I guess I don't. I guess I'm a boring individual. I don't know. What <laughs> But we've we been training hard, man. That's one thing that I've, I've, I've had fun so far doing is I thought last year I was training hard, right? Like, I thought I was getting after it. This year is another level. It really is. Like, I think that the, the GM setup, the people that they have there, the Josh Wise program, like, it's a, it's a next tier level for sure, man. And there's a lot of information there to take in and, and get used to. And, and it's, you know, how efficient are you using it is the big question, the big key. Josh
1: Wise's name comes up a lot, and what he does comes up a lot. Let's explore that. For those that don't know, Josh Wise was a former driver. Uh, From what we understand through drivers like yourself and others, he is responsible for a lot of the conditioning that drivers go through. So what does all that entail when he gets going?
3: Yeah, man, I mean, it's, you know, one thing that you've had to do as a race car driver in the past when you don't have a system like this or, or, or something or a service like this is you got to figure out how to outsource it on your own. You know, that's one thing that I've had to do is I've had to go find sports psychologists and I've had to go find trainers and guys that know how to drive to help you and coach you through, through different situations. And you, you need that person that's really eyes on you like the whole weekend, you know, they they are looking at, Everything that you're doing the entire weekend—that's um, that's the really big key in this sport, in my opinion. Doing so well is having that extra set of eyes, um, and that's kind of, in my opinion, what what Josh's what Josh's deal is. I mean, it's another set of eyes. It's a lot of experience. They have multiple tools to help you out. Um, you know, and, and it, it's been interesting to see. Okay, <clears throat> how much of this stuff was I already doing? You know, on my own. It's taken about seven years, eight years to figure out, you know, but eventually, hey, you hit on something. I've I've always talked about longevity in this sport and how important it really is because every year you're 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 making these notebooks, right? You're you're sitting down after the year and saying, like, what can i do better who could i hire on you know what services sound like they would help and so you're you're looking for this stuff every year and it's not just going to happen the very first year you race um and so i, I kind of last year hit on a bunch of, of little people but it was all in different areas right like i didn't have this one group and one hub to go to and that's truly what josh's program is it's just one hub that you can go to for driving technique, workout technique, mental, like you could just, it's all there, you know? So that's really what it is. And and I know a lot of these guys have something similar to that, but it just simplifies it, makes it easier to have all of it in-house.
1: Well, let's break down this whole thing. Let's start with the physical component first, because there's a lot of fans out there that say, well, why does a race car driver need to be in shape? He just buckles in or she buckles into the race car and they drive the race car they get out and go home how does physical conditioning and the proper use of it benefit you when you're inside the race car
3: man for me i would tell you that that driving a car is not very physical honestly like i mean i've been doing it for a while and maybe i've gotten so used to it at this point in my, my career in my life but it's really not a very physical i guess sport you know you're not running around you're not doing all this crazy stuff like you're honed in. You're locked in. You're barely turning that steering wheel the entire time. I think where it comes down to some prep and stuff is when you get into some heat. I mean, there's no other sport probably that you're in the 130 to 150 ish, you know, temperatures at times and, and everything. So there's things right you can you can train and, and do good at and, and, and help yourself there. But I've always looked at the physical training uh, for mental. Um, You know, I I used to, and I still do, I'm still probably, I'm putting in probably two workouts a day now, um, just to mentally go in that place, you know, mentally know that I can push that hard and push that, you know, far beyond that level um, so that when I get in the race car, you know, that's the easy part of the week is driving the car. That's what truly what the physical aspect, what you should be getting out of your week, in my opinion, is you should be making it so hard to where it's a a rest day when you get in the race car.
1: So... With the mental component and the mental piece, some folks may think we're talking Zen, that you meditate, things like that. What does being in a good mental spot or being properly mentally conditioned do for you as a race car driver? What all is entailed? Because we don't talk a lot about the mental side of this. We do in other sports, but we don't talk about the mental side a lot here.
3: Yeah, it's overlooked. It really is. Um, I put a lot of work into it last year and still putting in work, you know, to it. And I'm sure it's never going to stop. Right. And I think that if you want to get better at it. You got to look at who's incredibly well at it just in life. Right. Like, I mean, I, I go to my first guy I go to Goggins right away. Right. Like he's just completely mastered the mind. And he's talked a lot about, you know, how he does these 200 mile races and all this stuff. And it's never been about trying to get ripped. It's never been about trying to get fit. It's about mentally being able to go to that place and like callous your mind, right? So when you're on the racetrack, you need to be in that guy's head. Like that is the way you're going to kind of pass him, right? Like it's not going to be natural ability, natural talent that's going to pass a car. Like, you got to know, man, I'm I'm in good shape. This guy's hurting right now. He's, you know, like, you're just, you're walking yourself through these scenarios the entire time you're racing. It sounds funny. It sounds kind of corny, but you really are. Like, you, it's all you in there, right? I mean, you can talk, you can key the radio up and you can talk, but it's kind of you versus you in that car. That's the fun part about it. So, you got to figure out, like, how you can mess with those people and how you can mess with those guys. I use physical fitness as, as one of those to just get another edge, man. I mean, it's all about these little wins, in my opinion, uh, on, you know, being being great in the sport. So just continuing to add those little coins, those little things to your cookie jar so you can use them at the right time.
1: One of the things that I've always admired in, in you drivers is that you have the uncanny ability to compartmentalize. You can deal with one thing over here or be thinking about one thing, and all of a sudden, when you climb in the race car and you pull that helmet on, totally different ball game. Did that come natural to you, or is that something you've had to work on through the conditioning and through all that you've done?
3: Yeah, def- definitely not. Like, it's been a work in progress for sure, and probably tipped into it last year pretty good. Like, that's the very first time that I started to understand, because there's two there's two people here, there's two personalities, right? Um, that that's going on. It's and and truthfully, you can kind of tell how someone lives sometimes based on how they race. You know, like it's very clear if you really start looking into it. The people that are real nice, people that give room and breaks, like they're probably pretty good people, you know, off the track. But the guys that are ruthless and the guys that man, like they're gonna lay on your door and and just race the heck out of you. Like you, you just know how someone's living based on how they race. And so um, th- there is, though, man, There, there's trigger points, there's things, there's ways to get into that mode if you're not that guy, you know, if you're not the person that's just wired and, and 24-7 ready to take heads off and stuff, man, like you got to try to figure out how to get in that mode. And some people, sliding the helmet on is the trigger point, right? Like putting on the helmet, putting the visor down, like that's your point. Um, you know, I've, I've heard a many different ways, right? Like people look for touch points in the car, like people feel the shifter, feel the switches where everything is. Um, sometimes it's self-talk, like my great friend of mine, Steve Torrance in the NHRA series. Like he has this whole system that he goes through every single run when he gets in his dragster, gets out of the, the check vehicle, has a talk with himself um at the windshield of the car walks around the dragster hits the hits the spoiler does a check and then jumps in and like that's like his system right like that's every single time he does that and it's just to get in the headspace of of doing it so that comes with time man like that's something that's a trial and error thing in my opinion like it's not going to be like come to you right away and you get it down it's got to be something that um that you enjoy and you believe in that's the main that's the main thing is, is believing in the process
1: In a similar but unrelated discussion, before we get to the performance of the race car in Phoenix coming up this weekend and all that, um, Chase Elliott has stolen some headlines, is snowboarding in Colorado, gets injured, can't drive the Napa number nine. Josh Berry climbed in last week, and they will have a replacement driver for weeks to come because Chase is recovering. I want to talk about the importance of you guys having the ability to step away and do other things outside of racing first of all do you do that do you need that balance of let me go over here and 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 go hunting go to the beach go to whatever and also are you mindful of what you do so you're not pulled out of the race car due to injury
3: yeah i mean i i do man i have a lot of hobbies um, outside outside the sport you know i think Um, This is what I'm dedicated to. This is what I'm going to try to make a a life and a career out of. Um, But, you know, I think if the sports shut down tomorrow, right, we're all out of a job. I think I would have good avenues and I would have good areas that I could pursue. Um, So with that said... Yeah, I mean I you know, I do a lot of a lot of things that if I look back, I'm like, Well, yeah, I could definitely get hurt doing it, right? I I can't tell you how many people have fallen out of tree stands, <clears throat> completely paralyzed themselves. I can't tell you, you know, how many people um, lifting weights, drop the bar on their chest, break ribs, right? Like anything that we're doing, can <clears throat> you can get hurt in. Um I think I was just having this talk with my wife that it's like everything that we do you you could get hurt in right so i do think it's important to have a balance and i have a, a getaway from from all of this um but yeah like you gotta have confidence in what you're doing and i'm sure chase does right like that'd be the only reason he's out there like we talked about going skiing while we were out there and i just was like man i i, I haven't done it enough i'm not good enough and if something were to come up like I don't know you know I don't think it's to me I don't think it would have been worth it right because I don't have the confidence that, in doing it um but I can't tell you how many times I've gone to, to Millbridge dirt racing and we all know what unfortunately happened to DJ and what can happen to anybody out there um in a dirt car right now so like there is just a lot of things that we do for fun and for extracurricular activity that that could hurt us I mean I'm, I'm heavily involved And military stuff that we go out and we do big raids and we do big hits and there's explosions and there's, you know, all kinds of stuff going on. And at any point, like anything can go wrong on some of those things. But I am aware I am cautious about it. And some things I don't do to 100 percent just because of, of that reason.
1: But how important is it to get that time away? I've always been a believer in whatever you do. You can be a race car driver. You can be an airline pilot. You can be a radio broadcaster. You can be whatever. But you also need time away from what you do for a living, even though you love it, but to provide that balance and to get away and kind of like recharge yourself and re energize yourself. How important do you feel that is for you overall?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's huge, man. I think it's really big. Um, you know, I go back to physical fitness. I think for some people, three days of working out is not enough seven days of working out is too much because you can burn out you know you can get old you can get over it and then you're down to uh, i quit i'm not doing any of it anymore i like you're down to, to, to ground zero so like sometimes five days is the magic number on some of that stuff like so i i think that's a big big area to to remember is yeah you need a disconnect whatever it is like some people love other sports some people do different things um It's one thing that i I go back i'm gonna gonna name drop again with josh wise right we go out and play soccer all together it's just another thing another hobby to get away a little bit have fun it's still competitive you're still trying to do good um but it's just another one of those little getaways to kind of disconnect you a little bit um from from the nascar and the racing side of stuff
1: totally fascinating let's talk shop here a little bit um season's off to a little bit of a rough start How important is it to not get too low with the lows, not get too high with the highs, and realize this is a 33 race journey and not a three race journey?
3: Yeah, you, you just mentioned the key component in this whole thing, and it's it's 33 races, right? We're we're three into this deal, so you know I've explained to them and, and really gotten the guys around and just like said, man, it's it's early, it's so early to completely just lose conscious and lose, you know, the the main goal here of what we're trying to do. I kind of figured, you know, it wouldn't go this way, but I kind of figured at least five races it was going to take some ironing, some bugs out, right? Some things. There's just just differences like the cars are completely different from a jgr car to a JRN car um you know everything that i've learned um interior wise i've had to adjust to and i've had to get you know used to this car and change things and every race something hits me you know i'm like oh that this needs to be done this needs to be changed so we we, we said that you know we don't want to take too long on some of this stuff right like i knew there were going to be bugs but you got to work them out quick is, is the main thing like you don't want to go half the year here and still have problems so I think when this race team gets hot, we're going to be really, really fast. I mean, there has not been one race that we haven't at least had speed to be top five. Um, now, you know, if you just sat down and look, said, let's look at Brandon's results, it's not going to look good at all. You're going to think, man, the kid's just, he goes to this new car and he's not got it. Um, but if you really follow the race close and just watch the nine car the entire single time, you're going to see like, wow, like, okay, they had a lot of speed in these races um, and crazy stuff is going on and and just, you know, things that I can't control and things that I can't control. I mean, it's been a little bit of a mix so far. Um, I, I 100% take blame at Las Vegas. Um, I think the spotter takes blame at Auto Club and We don't know what happened at Daytona, right? We all got antsy and we all wanted to win the dang race and saw the checkered coming and it just didn't work out for us. So um, the, the main thing, the main thing that has continued to give me confidence and not lose sight of the big picture is how fast we've been so far. So that part's been really good.
1: From confidence to optimism, you've always run Phoenix well. You've won there. Junior motorsports cars have always run well at Phoenix. Does that provide you with at least on paper some optimism to know that if everything goes right that you've got the opportunity to snap yourself out of this uh three-race doldrum that that you're in right now?
3: Uh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. We can go here have another really good day at, at a top 5 and probably a chance to win the race, I think. I mean, there's, there's going to be opportunity to do really well this coming weekend at Phoenix. Um I feel like right now when you get into a little bit of a slump like this and you have things that are going on and problems continue in every single week, you almost need to dial yourself down to 90% and try to execute it at 100%. You know what I mean? Like, don't go out there and just, mm, I got to get to that 110%, you know, and you're pushing every little aspect uh, that you possibly can. I think the speed's there, so it's no there's no reason to go out and try to put it on the edge every single second that you can, you know, no matter what you're doing. Um, just just let the race happen and, you know, let everything come to you. Um, so I feel like that's going to be kind of our mindset and our, our goals this weekend. Um, I, I guarantee you it plays out and does really well for us. Yeah,
1: we love going to Phoenix. We love watching the Xfinity Series race in Phoenix, the United Rentals 200 Motor Racing Network. will have that call on Saturday. We'll look forward to seeing you out there. Appreciate the time. Always love connecting with you, talking about a lot of different things. You've given us a lot of food for thought and A lot to consider. We wish you the best. You and Jason Burdett, the nine team over there at Junior Motorsports. Hope you're able to pull out the W this Saturday.
3: Awesome, man. Look forward to it. Thanks for the time today.
1: That's Brandon Jones. He'll be in the United Rentals 200 coming up on Saturday. Motor Racing Network will have the call. We'll give you the broadcast schedule here in just a moment. Time to check the odds, take the temperature of what Las Vegas is feeling going into Phoenix. And with that, producer Trey is here. Trey, what's Las Vegas saying so far this week?
2: Mike, before we get into the United Rentals work, United 500, we're going to continue to keep tabs on the championship odds all season long. Last week, after Kyle Busch won At the Auto Club Speedway, I told you that he jumped up to the second favorite to win the championship. Now with Chase Elliott's injury, Chase Elliott was the favorite to win the NASCAR Cup Series championship. Because of that injury, Kyle Busch is now the favorite, according to Las Vegas, to win the NASCAR cup series championship. Things are obviously going to continue to change, but very interesting that three races into his first season with Richard Childress racing, Kyle Busch is already the favorite to win the championship. Elliott's odds did not go down very much. He is still nine to one to win the championship. So Vegas still thinks there's a great chance for chase to get in the playoffs and make a run at the championship. If he misses the six races, I still think it'll probably be hard for him to get into the top 16 points. But we all know what Chase Elliott can do behind the wheel in terms of winning any given week. And there's precedent. When Kyle Bush broke his leg in 2015, he came back. Uh, that was obviously a... a According to reports, that was a more severe injury than what Chase suffered, and he ended up winning the championship that year. But as far as the race goes this weekend, some very interesting odds. Joey Logano, the last winner at Phoenix when he won the championship there in November. He's the favorite at 8-1, to one. and Mike, here's the, here's the new Vegas darling of 2023, Ryan Blaney, co-favorites with Joey Logano, even though uh, it's been – Well over a year since Ryan Blaney has won a points paying race, even though some might say that he took it easy on Logano in the closing laps last year at Phoenix and probably had the best car that day in November. Right behind them is the fall winner from 2021 at Phoenix, Kyle Larson at nine to one. If you're asking me where to go in terms of those favorites, I think this race is very hard to predict just because the Fords were so strong there in the fall. Toyota's looked very good with Truex winning uh, the Clash, even though that's not the same short track package we're going to see this weekend. But Chevy has been dominant so far. Fords were very strong in the 500. But since we have raced on some of these intermediate tracks, Chevys have looked very good. Phoenix will have a different package. But I think you have to still go with a Chevy this weekend. That's why Larson is my pick to win the race. But if you're asking me for my slam dunk pick of the weekend – I'm going Kevin Harvick to finish in the top 10. Now, the odds for that are not up yet. You can get Harvick to win, Harvick to finish in the top three, or Harvick to finish in the top five. To finish in the top five, he's plus 170. But since Kevin Harvick has been with Stuart Haas Racing, he has finished in the top 10 every single time the series has gone to Phoenix. And I think he continues that streak. The streak goes to 20 straight top 10s at Phoenix, and it stretches a full 10 years this weekend. I love Harvick in the top 10 as the pick to click. Some long shots. I think these odds are going to improve once people see how steep they are. Tyler Reddick has had a bit of a rough start to the season, but he's at 25 to 1. If you remember this race last year, he was part of that three-way battle. Guys going for their first win. Chase Briscoe ultimately winning. Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick were involved there uh, at the end. Reddick at 25 to 1. I think this could be a weekend where we see Tyler turn it around. And then Brad Keselowski and RFK have shown some strength early this season. Brad is 40-1 to this weekend at Phoenix. Those are some long shots to look at, but keep your eye on Kevin Harvick in the top 10 and when those odds come out closer to race time on Sunday.
1: Very, very interesting. I think uh, Las Vegas may be a tad gracious on the Blaney front, but also keep Kevin Harvick in your back pocket. It's going to be very interesting this weekend with the new lay of the land as far as the new aerodynamic package is concerned. Motor Racing Network will be on the scene with triple header coverage coming your way from Phoenix. You'll have the Archibald Series and the Archibald Series West Friday night 8 p.m. Eastern time. The General Tire 150 will have live coverage of the NASCAR Xfinity Series United Rentals 200. That is at 4 Eastern on Saturday. And of course, we're back for the United Rentals Work United 500 Motor Racing Network, NASCAR Live race day, airtime, 2.30 p.m., eastern time folks that's all the time we have for you for this week we will reconvene sunday on nascar live race day in phoenix we'll be back with nascar live tuesday night at 7 eastern and nascar live wide open one week from today next thursday another fresh download as we get set to head into the atlanta motor speedway for producer trey and the entire mrn team i'm mike bagley thank you so much for the download we'll chat with you soon until then
2: so long everybody nascar live wide open is brought to you by toyota For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com.
1: Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So, while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.
0: Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space?